You ought to know, I'm Alan Clark. I have a friend who rides a motorcycle for fun and adventure, and he calls it getting into the wind. I can understand his sentiments since as a boy I rode on the back of my neighbor's German-built Zundap motorcycle, much to the dismay of my parents. Our neighborhood seemed to be filled with the old and young folks riding motorcycles. And one day my neighbor put my hands on the throttle and I drove us and did not wreck us. Knowing my parents would never approve of my own cycle, I vowed to buy one as soon as I could. Later, I bought a Honda and drove it back and forth to work, often including portions of an interstate highway. After a few years of that and not laying it down, as they say, I sold it, thinking my luck was probably going to run out soon. I once rode a trail bike on an impulse. I put on a helmet, cranked it up, and off I went with a bunch of friends on a wild ride up hills in a mountain, dodging trees, bouncing over rocks, following a barely visible trail. And after reaching the summit, we took a breath, turned, and started down, using brakes more than throttle, and careened our way back to civilization. To this day, I can't figure out how I avoided being thrown over the handlebars and breaking all my bones. My friend started riding when he was about 20 years old in motocross, where he loved the thrill of racing and the outdoors, the adrenaline rush, until he suffered the inevitable crash and his family sold the bike. Years later, upon retirement, he decided he'd go buy a Harley-Davidson. Why? He'd always been interested in the Harley. It was the thought of owning the most famous motorcycle in American history and the chance to ride again in the wide open spaces along the countryside and back roads, viewing the same scenery but with a different experience. This time there was less adrenaline and more enjoyment. You can experience so many parts of the country, he told me at a lunch recently, cornfields as far as you can see, eating at mom-and-pop restaurants instead of the chains or franchises, meeting interesting people who talk and take the time to talk. It was a major draw for him. He likes his Harley-Davidson, a touring model, for a couple of reasons. First, it's made in America and has an American history. William S. Harley and the Davidson brothers founded the company in 1903 and sold the first Harleys in 1905 after experimenting with prototypes. The company grew and made its mark with quality machines until a down period when it was sold to outside investors in the 70s and 80s. The return of the Davidson relatives to ownership in the 90s brought back the quality of the original brand, and in 2009, the consolidation was complete. Second, my friend likes the noise his Harley makes. This is really a safety factor, he claims. Cars and other people must be able to see you and hear you on a motorcycle. Let's face it, safety is a factor in motorcycling. While he has a lot of faith in himself, it's other people my buddy worries about. The newer Harleys sport anti-lock brakes now, which keep the rider from sliding like they used to. Plus, the engines are made more reliable and safer. There's better lighting for vision and other safety advances. Costs have increased over the years. A new touring Harley will go for 35000 with the Cruiser and Sport versions somewhat less, 
but still a major purchase for the buyer these days. To that, you can add a minimum of $500 for taxes, tags, licensing, registration, helmets, gloves, fenders, until the sky becomes the limit. Premium gas is required by the engines, too. Oh, yeah, and most estimates say that 14% of bike owners today are now women. So whether you're riding for short hops for fun, longer rides of thousands of miles for adventure, or just commuting to work, my hat's off to you for the spirit of doing it your way. It's up to the rest of us to watch out for motorcycles for their safety and just be jealous that we're not out there with the riders getting into the wind.